welcome to Heady Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what all ease. And in this episode, we're talking about where's home. I made it to the hostel, guys. <laughs> it's actually why I might sound like I'm quiet. I think I have the room to myself right now. Like everybody's probably out to like dinner or at the beach. So I'm trying to record before somebody opens the door. (laughs) Thankfully, I already had the hostel experience last month back home, which feels like forever ago now. So doing it on a different continent doesn't feel too crazy. Actually, not crazy at all. Coming on this trip, I knew I wanted to feel like a backpacker. Literally a duffel bag on my back and backpack on my front. I knew that's what I wanted to do for this trip. And being here in this hostel, I realized I'm not crazy. I walked into my room. I chose the all-female room this time because at my last hostel experience, we had some snoring men in the mixed room. I'm not saying women can't snore, but still. Anyways, I walked into the room and there are travel backpacks just lined up on the wall. I'm sure there's some in the lockers too, because mine fit in it just fine. There was no wheelie luggage in sight, at least not in this room. And it feels like a solo traveler's lifestyle. (laughs) And I don't feel weird for not having one now too. Which actually has worked out perfect because at my last Airbnb I was in, it was a rooftop space and the stairs to get up there. Let's just say I made sure to not drink too much alcohol before going back up the stairs. Even here, I asked just in case I wanted to get a private room, where was it located? And it's on the third floor, no elevators. (laughs) All that to say... I laughed at myself when I told people I wanted to pack this way. I said it was because I wanted to be nimble. I wanted to move about however I needed to, especially not knowing what I was getting myself into. I knew I wasn't going to be doing three weeks all in hotels, so nimble meant I wanted to be flexible and light on my feet. I wanted to feel like my stuff was on me and not following behind me. And I have been nimble. (laughs) I'm grateful to walk into this room and seeing all the other bags. It just feels validating in this moment. Like I can trust my choices. Trust my intuition. But side note, I might actually end up buying another bag or like luggage because... I wasn't expecting to, but I feel like I'm shopping a lot more (laughs) than I thought I would. Honestly, I brought too much stuff with me. Note for next time. Bring less so you can buy more stuff. Anyways, again, I'm proud of myself. Learning to listen to and trust my intuition. Even the choices I've made so far about what retreat to attend, the places I've booked to stay at so far, everything has worked out as I imagined. I mean, booking where to stay, while you're a black female traveling solo, when you really don't know the place or the country or the language or anything, 
it's Hallmark. Yes, I got some advice and I googled a lot. I read reviews, I pinned things on maps, and so far, pat myself on the back, I'm proud of me. This new area that I'm in now is very touristy. The last place was touristy too, but more beachy vacation vibes this time. Like I just threw on a bathing suit just so I could feel like I'm part of the scene. There are a ton of surf school around and it's really close to popular beaches. So it's hipster surfers, bars, people walking around the streets in bathing suits and their shirts off type of place right now. So far it's cool. It feels very laid back, but busy, different busy. We'll see how I think about it after a couple more days. I'm not a beach person, and this area seems less Bali locals and more Bali vacationers. This place and the next two places I'm going to, actually. But that got me thinking. If I left home, Massachusetts, has this trip shown me the type of place I would like to live? Well, the hardest part is out of the way. Would I trust myself to figure out a new place? And that answer is a resounding yes. I trust myself to research, make plans, meet like-minded people, and know I can change my mind and leave if my research was off. That much I have learned about myself. But the other part is, where would I want to go? I haven't yet, but I guess if I made a list, I would consider what don't I enjoy about home or when I'm away traveling from home just as much as I would write down what do I do enjoy about home and when I'm traveling away from home. It's kind of related to the last episode, I guess. Get closer to what you want to be or what you want to do or what you want to try. I've always thought I want to live in a more bookish area, you know, like hipster, but like the nerdy kind or the what is the meaning of life kind of hipsters. (laughs) Cafes, walking trails, dog parks, tattooed people, farmers markets, college students or digital nomads doing work or even a weekend trip to the vineyards. Hey, Italy. I imagine I'd meet my husband at a cafe and we find ourselves at the same one every Sunday at the same time and then one day just becomes forever. That's important too, I guess, right? The types of guys I find myself gravitating towards, where are they at? (laughs) Okay, let me stop. (laughs) Okay. And the more I've been getting out of New England or just Boston in general, also a place with more brown folks would be a bonus too, I guess. There's something about seeing other black women and the variety of hairstyles that just makes me smile. I don't know. And if I'm honest, I think I need to be somewhere there isn't anybody I know. I don't know about that one yet. Asking myself recently, who am I and what do I want to do when there's nobody around that knows me, made me realize 
I really do consider other people way too much when I'm thinking about myself. So much so, I don't know when I actually begin myself. I think being in a new land without a crutch, without somebody there, might be something to consider. But again, I don't know. I'm just thinking it loud. Maybe totally opposite is what I actually need. Because even when I'm here, there are some things I want to do, but but I feel like I'd enjoy it more if I had a person here with me. I don't know. We'll let that one marinate for a little bit. <laughs> but being here and even other places that I visited back home has also shown me at least where I wouldn't want to live. I am not a city girl. I keep trying to be one, but I'm not. It's busy, and busy is overwhelming, and it makes me tired just stepping outside. Even this area, I just came back from dinner, and it took me, I'm not going to lie, 10 minutes across the street. It was so busy. (laughs) Granted, anywhere I would live wouldn't probably be that busy, but still, that feeling, I don't like it. However, I do like having easy access to the busy. I like watching the busy. It's why I prefer doing work in a cafe. Watching everything and everyone go by is, ironically, very calming. (laughs) The more I talk to people in Bali, or at least in the last area I stayed in, lots of people actually left their home and have been living here since. Even at the retreat, a couple of other people were just like me. They quit their job, they left their home, They have no kids, and they're thinking, now what? Where to next? Is home still home? Or is it time to go somewhere else and try it at a new life? That was the other beauty of the retreat. This whole year of mine that's been feeling like a whirlwind going upside down, I met people who are my age, I met people who are younger, and I met people who are older, going through the exact same thing, taking a time out to ask, or rather forced to take a time out to ask, who am I and where does that answer take me? I can't say that Bali would be my next home, even though it seems doable after meeting so many people who have done it. I enjoy the healing places and the conversations that certain areas of the island is focused on. I enjoy the variety. Driving one hour in either direction gives you such different vibes. And the local people are really the kindest people. Maybe it's because I'm a tourist, but it doesn't seem that way. Like, Balinese culture just seems very welcoming and community-centered. It's refreshing, really. But it doesn't feel like my home right now. So I don't think I'll have that I came and I never left story just yet. I don't know what's next, but I don't feel like I know enough to just leave Massachusetts. Like there's unfinished business there. Like if I leave, I want it to be a release and letting go, not a running away feeling, if that makes sense. I don't know if it does because that feeling just came to me and I don't know if I've processed it yet enough to have shared it, but there it goes. Anyways, 
I am more curious now to visit other places more intentionally with a question I've never asked when I've been away. Could I live here? Why or why not? So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. Trust yourself to see the world, then trust yourself to live in it. And hopefully, now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow if you haven't already. Find me on Instagram at HeadyGirlPod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.